Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs and joining me is David Shinovic, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, we've reached a bit of a milestone as CN just released its first year-end report on grain transportation looking back at the crop year. Can you give us a sense as to how grain moved on the CN network this past year? Well, CN set a new record for grain shipments, beating the previous record set two years ago by 2%. Total grain shipments were 21.8 million tons and 7% higher than the prior three-year average. More importantly, though, grain shipments on CN reached record levels in each of September through April when demand for grain movements typically strongest, and overall shipment volume was 14% higher in that period versus the prior three-year average. What were the major factors that contributed to the positive performance? For CN, it takes crews, power, fleet, and network capacity and planning to move grain through the grain supply chain. At the same time, our customers have invested in capacity in the country and at export position. The grain supply chains benefited from $3 billion of investment by CN in its Western Canadian track infrastructure over the past five years. And in front of harvest, CN called back crews, repaired 700 hoppers to extend their service life, and deployed additional locomotives. In the winter months, CN operated more trains with distributed power to improve airflow for air brakes, deployed air repeater cars mid-train, increasing airflow during winter, did more track inspections during times of extreme cold, and also positioned locomotives in ready-to-go strategic locations. CN significantly expanded its commercial product offering to allow shippers to plan forward with more certainty. Products like the car auction and fleet integration programs provide an opportunity for grain companies of all sizes to secure priority car supply. We have talked in the past about CN's innovative approach to moving the grain crop, uh, as well as increased collaboration with our supply chain partners this year. What stands out for you? Well, CN innovated its operating plan by combining 200-car grain trains near origin and ran it as a single 200-car train to port. This improved network fluidity by doubling the volume of grain flowing through each individual train slot, and it also improved asset utilization by putting those hoppers back in the country faster for the next load. Country elevators are usually spotted once a week, but CN and a key customer were able to coordinate double spots at origin in back-to-back weeks and even complete a triple spot in a single week. This required careful coordination of car supply, crew resources, and product availability on the part of the customer. Shippers also responded positively to CN's expanded suite of commercial products, and roughly 70% of CN's car supply was subject to car commitment guarantees through the crop year. About half of all orders this crop year were placed under contract, and that demonstrates that shippers made best use of priority car supply when it made sense for them to do so. Looking ahead, David, there's always room for improvement, and I'm sure producers would like to know if CN can provide even better service. Well, I think there's two specific areas for improvement this crop year. First is empty car spotting reliability. This past crop year, we improved day of week empty car spotting accuracy to 90% and improved on-time spotting accuracy, which is spotting ordered rail cars by 7 a.m. on the scheduled day to 72%. We think we can get those numbers higher. Second is improving hopper velocity. You know, velocity was 20% better through the first half of the crop year, but that improvement tapered off when customer orders began softening in the springtime. So moving into the new crop year, CN will reduce surge capacity in line with reduced order levels to make sure that the fleet's operating at maximum efficiency. Before we go, do you see any challenges ahead? Well, I think the medium to long-term constraint on the grain supply chain is going to be constrained capacity at the West Coast, especially at Vancouver. We've seen grain companies continuing to invest in the country, nine new country elevators built on CN between 15 and 16, and a further seven new elevators that have been announced. And most of the emphasis of that grain flow wants to be on the West Coast. So you've got Vancouver, which is constrained, the regulatory environment such that CN's not able to earn an adequate return on capital invested in that corridor, and it's a really key corridor for West Coast grain exports. Absolutely. 
CN's encouraged by the federal government's recent announcement on the National Trade Corridor Fund, and we're hopeful that may provide funding for much-needed rail capacity to align with all that increased emphasis on grain flows to the West Coast. Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to a special edition of Grain Insight, looking back at the 2016-17 crop year. And don't miss an episode this year, as we'll continue bringing you the latest updates from CN and Insight as grain goes from the farm to market. You can listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Take care.